having fun. I love this. I like to commandeered the uh, NBC satellite signal and we're now appearing on the NBC channel, the main channel and all their affiliates, MSNBC and CNBC, uh, Discovery Channel. Are we live? We're good. We're just doing our show. MSNBC. Good morning, everybody. Wow. If you could have been in the room for the last half hour, morning. what a adventure. I didn't do anything. I'm stressed out, like sitting here listening to it all. You guys were so misbehaving so badly. We could hear you. I could hear you. And it was drop city. And you guys are like fourth graders in the back of the room while poor Luke and Matt and everybody else are, are, try, are trying to, it's like mission control, trying to launch a fucking uh, mission to Mars down here in this depressing... Uh, Hell zone of Brooklyn. You can't We're do blocks that away from the mass shooting, by the way. I mean, I land, I'm fly let me just first of all, Dr. Sex Reese is here in Glendale. He's my guest. Doctor. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's been very relaxing. Me. Very relaxing. <laughs> um, I was rooting around a little. Shut up! <laughs> I'll, you can talk when I ask you questions. How about we do that? That's a good arrangement. Right? Because I can't see you, so we can't have eye contact. Just go ahead now. <laughs> <laughs> so look, Doug, I'm looking at you. Good morning. Can you see me, Tim? Hello. Hi. <laughs> good morning, Doug. Hey. <laughs> can you see me? No. Oh, okay, I see you. I this is a you. test. Can you see me? Am I making a weird pig face? Yes or oh no? Oh, my God, my... My camera looks insane. It's so <laughs> close and bad. Doug, can you can you confirm that you can see me now? What yes, do I look? I can see you, Tim. You look. What great. do I look like? Huh? You look good. Describe what I look like. Uh, your I can, your nostrils are are more open to my yes to me, <laughs> yes. and your eyes are a little wider than normal. <laughs> Yes. yes. Okay. You look good. Your, your, your are... two front teeth are a little more bunny-like, for instance. <laughs> That's like. right, ladies and gentlemen. Ready? We got a hold on. We got a surprise guest. It's me, the Easter Bunny. <laughs> okay, Vic. What do you see? Can you describe uh, my face? Uh, I was gonna do this. <laughs> Bad well, we're we're not seeing a whole lot here, but I'm I'm from my making of it. You're doing a bunny face. Is that true? Is that what I heard? Uh, must have a lag because I have a different uh, look now. Okay, let me see over here. Okay. Okay, go ahead, do it, do it. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm doing it. Well, how? What do I look like? Describe uh, it. <clears throat> well, uh, we got a little <laughs> lag here, so I'm seeing myself still. Hold on, it's gonna catch up. Oh, there we go. You're like <laughs> you're really pressing your eyeballs as wide as they go, <laughs> and it looks like you might be tearing the sides of them because you're pulling them so hard. <laughs> Okay, Is great. It? Okay. Well, you look exactly like the Easter Bunny, Tim. Yeah. 
happy Easter, happy Good oh Friday. God. Certainly not a great Friday. <laughs> One of the worst Fridays I've been around. But TGIF. Are people watching? Are we everybody happy? Let's take a zoomer. Let's just introduce that <laughs> chaos. Let's see what, happens. Let's see what the hell happens. <laughs> All right. Uh, what was that the other day with the with Trump and the lights? Did oh, you see yeah, this? he was just like holding his hands. Turn them off. <laughs> Turn the lights off. And then he does this. Yeah, it's the yeah. craziest. thing. He's trying to repeat like his past moments what? from 2015. Money is the devil. He must have a real weird light sensitivity, like dementia brain well, getting like well, his, triggered by all this light. His pupils are always fully dilated, if you didn't know. So that's why they're bothering him. <laughs> He's getting. It's like, why do, why do people want them to turn the lights off? Because, I mean, the audience wants to see they him. They want to see him, right? It's, it's so weird. And then suddenly the audience has to like do this trick with their brain to get on, get on his side of right. an issue that doesn't benefit them. Uh-huh. All right. Oh, t- can All I ask? Right. Are we B-roll. taking are we taking qu- Zoom calls for the good doctor? Shut the fuck. I'm just wondering because we got the good doctor in. I'll get to the doctor. Okay. Is this you the show? This is the, the show. <laughs> this is not the warm up. Yeah. I'll treat the doctor like doctors treat me. He can okay. sit and wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good. Okay. One. I, I don't, I'm not one of these people that sort of like gets all precious about doctors and oh, doctor, uh, must show you so much respect. What an honor it is to have you. No, no, you can wait. Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Beowulf. Beowulf. You're so, on, on the air. Hey, what's I'm, up? I'm on the air. Thanks for having me. Um, you need, I got, Tim, do you uh, need me to describe Zoomers for no, you? No, no. <laughs> he is wearing the got new the uh, Office Hours shirt from... Uh, so I know I do. Wonderful. Woo. Thank you for supporting us in the merch department. Um, You're welcome. By the way, you can I'm get all Office Hours merchandise now at Macy's. We just signed an exclusive deal with Macy's. <laughs> wow. That's a doing, like. Amazing. What's that, Doug? Um, I'm just watching the stream, and they cut to me when I'm doing nothing and sort of like scratching my head. And like, uh, well, well don't watch the stream. Listen, to we, we, we I want to say one thing here. I want to say a lot of things. That's why we do the show. But um, mm-hmm. we have a new person in the West seat today. So just, you know, bear with her and uh, it's what a hard first day, right? I mean, I mean, we're suddenly mixing up the entire format of the show, how we do it. But listen, Morning Joe does it on MSNBC. Sometimes Joe's down there in Florida for the whole summer. And the rest of the gang sitting around that table having their lattes, whining about the beltway. They make it work there on Morning Joe. So we have to figure out a way to make morning, it work. Because I'm going to start doing this show from all over the world. No, in my Give life. Give it up for Jolie. Okay. So, Doug. Yes, sir. Wait. I wanted to get back to uh, Macy's. We are available at Macy's now. Starting <laughs> Father's Day. What is? It's going to be in June. All the office hours merch. Oh. You should be on these emails. You know this. I can't right? check, the all, the, I can't the check all the emails. Some of them go to spam. No, but this is exciting. With uh, right with the ties and the cologne and the men's wallets, and what else do they have there? <laughs> belts, belts and wallets. <laughs> How often do you need a new wallet, Tim? Well, that's what I was wondering too. Like, mine's getting a hole. <laughs> you get a wallet every ten years. Maybe every decade. Maybe I get a wallet now that's like it's it's at least fifteen years old. I think I don't go about like. I better hit Macy's to get a new wallet. It's been a year. 
How much? To, yeah, Doug. How often do you think they're restocking the wallets at the uh, Macy's? Like uh, they go in this back storeroom. Like, should we order more wallets? Or you think we're going to be good for the next twenty we're years? Good for a decade. <laughs> these wallets, they're not like they don't come in. They don't. There's not wallets. Don't aren't like in fashion, right? Like they're just. I, I, you know, this, well, it could be. There has it's, been it's, like yeah. design. There has been innovations with. Like, well, there's been the really chain wallets skinny, of the '90s that were cool. Of course, I guess skinny right? wallets. And ones that are just kind of money clips now, of course. Lots yeah. going on in wallets. Dr. Sex Reese is my guest. We have a Zoomer, too, just to check on. Yes. <laughs> Who's on Zoom? At the Kroger card. Oh, yeah, just going to show my wallet. Let me say something to um, the fucking Zoomers today. Oh, and anybody shit. that calls in. Let's skip the chit-chat. Get right into what do you want to talk about. You got a question. You got a complaint. Give me it. Because I, I can't see do your the, wallet, the back Mr. and forth. Zoom. Let me see your uh, wallet, Mr. Zoom. I want to talk Zoom. about Kroger Plus. It's a great program. Also available at King Supers and Fry's um, City Market to Kroger get some Plus. of the discounts at Kroger Plus. He's holding up his it's, Kroger card. He's got okay. a prop. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I had to describe that. Well, we're an um, exclusive also, partner with Macy's, so I can't be dealing with Kroger right, right now. I don't know if they have groceries. Doug, did you hear that Macy's, Macy's going to start offering... Uh, <laughs> Produce. All right, thanks, B Wolf. We're gonna let Macy's you. Macy's know. has produce. Oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> Macy's you. produce section is wild. Sorry, no, I it's wild. What do they got? Squash, gourds. They got everything. It's like a farmer's market. They're turning their uh-huh. men's department, their suits, and that depart- the part where all the suits are and stuff. It's not a produce market. Why they're not selling the suits? <laughs> no, people go down to men's warehouse now. Or this bonobos. is the show. This is the show. Right? This is a great. Show. This is the show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Joe's, uh, sorry, Doctor Sex Reese is so stressed because he's like, "Well, this isn't like the this isn't like the Tonight Show where it's all stru- no, it's structured." Very, and there's, yeah, jeez, I like to I'm usually I'm pre pre produced. There's a game set that we're gonna play. I'm in and out. There's a they game. Know what anecdote I'm gonna give? We Doctor, play ball and then I'm out. Doctor, you have some. Uh, you have a podcast. <clears throat> yeah, the Doctor Sex Reese Show. And what's one misconception people have about oral sex? Oh, you're going to jump right in? <laughs> yeah, get ready. That's the um, kind of interviewer I am. Well, my, my thing, if I can take, first of all, I want to thank you for having me. May I? You have a podcast, right? Is that a question? Yes. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the only sex therapist who's never had sex, so I think oh. I bring a, an approach to it that's uh, re- repressed in nature, a little more pure um, than okay. a lot of people. A lot of people are obsessed with the fluids, the skin, um, the intimacy, and that to me is not what sex is all about. So one of the main misconceptions you were asking about oral sex mm-hmm. <laughs> is that oral sex is actually relatively recent. Um, oh. people, people think that oral sex has been going on for a long time, but it was actually invented in 1959. Invented? Well, the first time that it was recorded was in 1959, yeah. You don't think that's ever happened before, that somebody's S to D or <laughs> L to, L to P? <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask L a question, P? Doc? Yeah. Eld a pee. Now, you never had sex. Was this by choice right. or is this because you just couldn't find? All right, it's Doug's show. It's the pound cast. <laughs> go ahead. I mean, have good, good no, have fun because it's by I'll choice. go walk over the fucking Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I just wanted to ask one question for the doctor, T. Yeah. Granted. 
It's very much. It's very much by choice. Yeah, oh, I've never. No. I've never had sex. Never ejaculated. Mm-hmm. That includes <laughs> nocturnal emission and pre. Do you get? Well. Do you get? You never had a nocturnal you e. No. You don't get little boners or something. No. No. Uh, I have had boner. You mean erection? Yeah, like an erection kind of. I thing. have before, but it's been associated with completely non-sexual. Oh, like you get excited about something that's. Like a, yes. a like a roller coaster or something. Dirty National, diaper. National yeah. parks. Park. All okay. right. Got it. Let's do the city of the day. <laughs> Hit it, Alec. <laughs> Alec. Ladies and gentlemen, the city of the day <laughs> is brought to you by. City of the Day is brought to you by Bacon Wipes. Bacon Wipes. Men, are you sick of wiping with fresh scented wipes? Time to man up with Bacon Wipes. These wipes are made from real pork, so they're tough enough for any job. Toilets, tires, trucks, and butts. Nothing can't be wiped with a bacon wipe. The natural pig fat is soothing to the skin, plus the smell of bacon will attract patriotic mates. The bacon wipe story begins in China where a million infected pigs had to be gassed. But the brilliant minds at Hamjoy International were able to repurpose the swine into these useful household wipes. Do not eat or flush these wipes. Order now and get a free bar of bacon scrub made from real hooves and teeth. Ugh. Macy's is not going to be happy about this. Simply go to hamjoy.pig slash gassed and enter the promo office. Code office hours and join the bacon wipe lifestyle. All right, the city of the day is who? Mike, you there? Beautiful. Mike Huckabee, uh, Little Laurel, Little Rock, Arkansas. I got a uh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania for you. Pittsburgh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With a bridge. I gotta say, did you get a did you get a Tim Heidecker live ticket yet? For the Roxian, I want to. I'm going to. I'm broke as fuck right now. I have a broken hand too. Kind of the same thing. Mm. You're on the list. How'd you break it? Excuse me, Doug. He's broke. I don't know anybody in Pittsburgh. What am I going to invite? Pittsburgh Pete? Dude. (laughs) Am I going to invite the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh pirate? Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz. Yeah, I'm going to get Dr. Oz into the show. (laughs) Fetterman? Betterman. So Matt, Betterman. get this guy's intel. Put him on the goddamn list. Mike, so you're on the list. Wow. Congrats. I, I wasn't like even. You won tickets to the Pittsburgh show. Tim Heidecker Live, big summer tour coming this summer. You're not going to believe the show we have planned for you, folks. Tickets are available right now at timheidecker.com/live. Uh, tickets are selling That's fast. Good. We're looking at some sellouts happening. Hopefully today, tomorrow. Uh, Bell House in Brooklyn just sold out first show. I'm going to guess that the Vic in Chicago is going to be selling out. I hope. I'm going to sell out. And I'm going to be working with Macy's now. <laughs> um, did you have a question there, Mike, from Pittsburgh? I got plenty of questions. I really like the comedy. Is that, is that Q&A tonight that you're I love doing? the comedy. I love the drama. I love, love Westerns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's uh, happening in New York tonight. So. Yeah. You got the new album coming out? I don't know. Well, how about you pick a question that you want to answer? Well, why don't you, uh, do you have any sexual, uh, do you need some uh, sex advice? Like, if you get a broken hand, what are you going to do? Is it hopefully mm. it's the, 
It's the left. Mm. Can't uh, play guitar, but what do you got for me, Doctor uh, Doctor Seth? What's your? Cat was asking if that's your if that's your mating name, or or not. But if that's my mating name, your maiden name. Maiden. maiden. Yeah, that's my given. That's my given name. Yeah. Uh, what? What are you an onanist? Do you? <laughs> do you masturbate? Uh, yeah. Do you use your left hand to masturbate? No. Is it your left hand that's broken? Yes. Are you capable of giving more than one word answers? Yes. Good. Stroking the salami. I wanted to, by the way, the reason I'm on here is to promote something. Okay. Can I just plug Criminal Minds? The show Criminal Minds. You're going to plug the show Criminal Minds? Yeah. I recently started watching it. Um, It's great. Patinkin? Yes, it's a Manny, Manny Patinkin vehicle. Uh, you probably know him from, he was in The Princess Bride. He was in. Of course, we, uh, all, we all know who Mandy Patinkin is. Does everyone is, okay? know who Mandy Patinkin is? Not everyone. You could probably find somebody in, uh, you know. Uh, does your Zoom guest know who Andy Patinkin is, Mandy Patinkin? I think I know who Mandy Patinkin is. Yeah. Do you, I'm not going to say that confidently. Do you know who Andy Patinkin is? <laughs> Uh, no. Andy Patinkin. Is that, is that their no. son? <laughs> that's, his, that's Mandy Patinkin's twin brother. Usually, here's what the problem is for me. Usually, <laughs> I'm in control of the situation. I have my own show. I'm in control. People are, are, are um, I'm the highest status. Uh-huh. All right? And I don't mind being a lower status. But I was told that people were going to come here, that sick people were going were gonna to have questions for me, disgusting people. <laughs> with questions for me to answer. And you've got this, Somebody... this, this destitute ur- street urchin in Pittsburgh. I've got, I've got a floater in my eye that I think is a detached retina. Is right, that... This is making me sick. I'm already very woozy from staying up very late and drinking beer and everything. After my huge sold-out show last night, there was a huge success, number one show in the city last night. And that's, that's I, 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 I bring it up. Thanks, because Mike. it's exciting, but I, I say this in all sincerity. Number, listen to this. Number one show in the city last night in terms of value, entertainment, quality. <laughs> and show. guess who else was performing last night? Father John Misty. Mm. And so I'm number one. Not bad. I mean, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> um, all right. Well, listen, I apologize, doctor, if there was any miscommunication. I don't know if, uh, I certainly wouldn't have signed off on you being given the message that you were uh, going to be given, talking to disgusting people. And, uh, well, like I mean, any, lines got crossed. most of the questions that people have about sex are inherently disgusting. You know, right. m- m- the, so the act a, itself but, is disgusting. What about criminal minds? You just want to you just want to support that show? Yeah, like I think I just want to get the word out. I know it's not on the air um, anymore. But uh, it is still available on some of the streaming services, and um, you know. Would you, you want produce... to see it come back? Would you want to see a, a next another season of that show? I would. I wouldn't mind. I mean, that's that's um, that's the kind of entertainment that you know. I think everybody could get behind. How many seasons did they do? I think they did nine seasons. Did they do? Oh my gosh! <laughs> How many seasons did they do? How many did they do? <laughs> so rude. <laughs> Why do you want to promote that? It sounds like they did nine. They should be done. Let it yeah, nine move on nine. to something else. Well, so. it's just it's just a show I've been watching. Ah. Oh, well, you know, and, the, and you know, it would be another nice way to, to frame that, doctor. 
another way to frame that instead of like, I, I'm going to talk about this show that I want to plug is just like in natural conversation. Hey, you know, I've been watching this show. I really enjoy it. You don't have to set it up like you're promoting it. It just sounds gross. Well, I was asked if there, to, if there was anything I wanted to promote. <laughs> well, what about your podcast? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's fine. That would be fine. But that seems you a little what? rude to come onto a show and promote my own thing. I got a bone to pick with, uh, with Mandy Patinkin. I have to I get this off my chest. Um, and not really with him, to be, to be fair. I mean, if I was offered it, I would do it and not worry about if I was right for it, maybe. Maybe I would. But he voiced the great Dr. Ben Franklin in the Ken Burns uh, Ben Franklin series. Mm. And as much as I appreciate Mandy Patinkin as an actor and as a person, I don't think it was the right fit vocally. Doug, you watched. Your thoughts. Who should have done Franklin, T? I have the perfect person. Who? Who is that? Richard Dreyfus. Oh. Because <laughs> mm. he's up here. He got a little up in his nose. I think Franklin kind of had a little bit of this going. Is there... <laughs> there's a guy... Do they know what he sounded like? Did he have a high pitch? Sure they do. They have recordings of him. No, they don't. Yeah, you ever listen to the they old Franklin tape player, sure. tape machines that he invented? Oh, he invented the tape machine, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was the first guy to invent a video camera. Oh, and they wow. have videos of him and him talking and him dancing. Why don't they get the guy from the, that goes around Philadelphia as Ben Franklin? He knows he lives as yeah. Ben Franklin. Well, I'm assuming he does the same voice. I think he might have sounded a little like this. See, right? Mandy Patinkin's down here. Like <laughs> did, a cowboy. did he have a British accent? Because he lived half his time. Of in, course. Did he? Does Bandy incorporate that a little bit? No, he's just see, that's like what, gravelly. So that's yeah. Like like he's like suddenly Ben Franklin, some hardened uh, New York cop who's but, trying to solve a mystery. But wait, wait, Tim. When you did the Tiny Tim audiobook, what voice did you do for Tiny? <laughs> <laughs> no, I said right away. I was like, do I do the voice? Uh-huh. Good. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Tim, that do you voice. think Franklin put that key on the kite because he was trying to lock out one of his servants, and then the, the lightning struck him? <laughs> he's f- like, guess what? I invented electricity now. <laughs> What do you mean he's locking out his servants? I don't know. Just say what you really want to say. It's just what I think. It's what I heard. (laughs) Now, Doctor Sex, do you have like any respect for someone like Benjamin Franklin who had sex a lot, or is that how does this work? So much stimulus. (laughs) There's a lot of sounds and lights. We're not even doing drops, and there's so much. (laughs) Doc, I mean, sex is sex is necessary for the for the for the procreation of the species, right? So if, if right. we agree that we want the species to continue on, which I think is an open question. I don't agree. Absolutely. Is... absolutely. It's vital that, that, that men and women continue to fornicate. If they don't, oh, It's interesting, it. though, that you it's brought up... It's going to be a bloody nightmare. I love sex. <laughs> ben Franklin's actually the inspiration for uh, Sipowitz in NYPD Blue. <laughs> which I don't think... I hate been. sex. <laughs> so you were really... T- Patinkin was tapping into that, and I think you were tapping into that in Patinkin's performance. I wonder if all the uh, cops in New York when NYPD Blue came out were like, why is a fucking Chicago guy playing a New York cop, right? Sipowitz was like, the, he was such a Chicago. <laughs> I am going down to Brooklyn now. No, fuck it. I, Wait, I is that the guy that they kept showing <laughs> his ass? Dennis Franz? Yeah. Is that Franz? Dennis Franz, yeah. That's <laughs> all I Dennis, remember from... NYPD Dennis Blue is just Franz's ass. That's all I remember from that show. <laughs> I was like, big... watch this new show. You get to see Dennis Franz's ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's, what, oh, what do you mean? Is he, like, is he a funny guy? He's like mooning everybody. 
It's like, no, they just show him in the shower every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> Great ass! <laughs> it was a big moment, because that was the first uh, man's ass on network TV at that time. <laughs> it was. Doctor, do you ever find yourself needing to put a cold compress on your D&Bs to cool <laughs> things down when you're getting a little too excited? No, that's not something I would recommend. I mean, I do that not out of excitement, but out of a sort of a um, like a preventative care. Yeah, that's what I mean. Where you like keep it on there. Stimulated. Well, right. uh, not not to um, tamp down stimulation, but just to sort of regulate throughout the day to make sure that it doesn't happen. Right. Yes. Okay. That's a, so you can take a cue from our Zoomer. Yes, no questions are really yes, no answers are appreciated here. Okay, then yes. It wasn't, really, the answers, a, wasn't yes. really a prompt into a conversation. It was just getting some facts straight. Yes. Thank you. Do you have any we questions? Have, uh, How are you doing? Matt, How are we you? Actually, we have a, um, a hotline who's got a question for the doctor. Okay. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. Should, we should check in on the hotline. 732, you got a question for the doctor. You're on the air. Hello? No, no, yes. no. Hi, uh, hi, Tim. Uh, hi, Dr. Reese, uh, Sex Reese. Who do you prefer? You can call me Dr. Reese. You can tell me, call me Dr. Sex. My name is Robert, but I'm contractually obliged to put sex in there. What contract? Got it. Uh, I'll, I'll oh, go with Dr. Sex if that's all right. I got, a, I got a situation that I've been sort of ruminating over. Mm -hmm. uh, I was wondering if you could help. Um, I was with my partner, and uh, we, were, we, were, we were doing the, the sex and uh, at the end, I realized that the, my cat was in the room, and my my cat has started to act kind of distant and cold. Mm. Do you do you think? Do you think this is because cause we were having sex in the room? Well, you I mean you know that cats are generally. Go ahead, doctor. We're sorry. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> You know if, the cats. If, are... in, in case anybody's confused about what a cat sounds like, the guys are on it. Just trying to paint, it, paint the picture. Well, we better set up for people who are confused. Sorry, doctor. No, no, that's fine. I mean, I think it's beyond apologies um, at this point. Cats are generally cold and distant to begin with. So. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, um, but what? What? How old is the cat? Uh, she's about six. Okay, and how old are you? You think that's too young for a cat to know about sex? Uh, I'm I'm 28. Well, you sound older. <laughs> you sound much older. I was going to guess 51. Oh Christ! Oh no! Uh, and how old is your partner? Uh, also, uh, 28. I'm sorry, 27. Okay. So you're like, are you two little? related? Don't tell her I forgot. Are you related? Am I related to my partner? Yeah. Yeah. No, I thought okay, I know. Long I pause. Okay, long pause. Good, 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 good. No, it's, it's just a standard question. <sighs> no, I like to, yeah, I mean, that's I'm good. Sorry, that's I, was, really... I, was, I was taking a bath. You were taking a bath? <laughs> no, I was taking a bath. I'm taking, taking a bath, bath on this whole operation. I'm taking I a bath in my bath. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, let's all settle down. Okay, well, how, how gra I mean, was the cat able to see everything that was going on? Were you under the blankets? Was the cat, did the cat have well, a kind she, of a bird's eye view? she was under the view? bed. Okay, so she heard. For, so for what the cat may know, it may have, 
it may have just sounded like some sort of aggressive violence that was happening. What would you, okay. how do you sound when you're having sex? Could you? Totally normal, of, regular style. What um, does that mean? Run, do some, like give yeah. me a sample of your, let's say you've been going at it, you've been having sex for eight minutes or so, roughly. This is post. <laughs> what? See. I just want to hear what this, it? what it sounds like while you're having sexual intercourse. Missionary? Yeah. Okay, so... Uh, I guess, uh, <laughs> it's a little bit like, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. all right. That's how all right. You, that's what you're... That's the noise that you're making when you're having sex? Yeah, yeah, all right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, I think your cat is just an asshole. I think your cat doesn't like you. Yeah, I'd get rid of the cat. All right, thanks, Doc, everybody. Hey, Doc, can I ask a question Thank that's you. kind of related to this? Yeah. Thanks, now, Sam. our pets, they get horny, and they want to hump pillows, and they want to hump your legs. Now, why don't they have, like, condoms for dogs that you can let them bang each other, like, at, oh, true, at the dog, dog park after dark? Good question. Come on, man. That's a great question. Sorry for the crude language. In your, uh, mm, what, banging? Language. Was yeah, the banging okay the say banging? Crude? Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's a great idea. That's something I've been trying to get on the market for years. Actually, mm-hmm. hey um, Doc. Yeah. Well, here's a question. You answered his question with very brief, <laughs> succinct answers. So I appreciate that. Um, why? So you have cats and dogs, and a lot of mammals tend to have litters right. of babies. Why don't we? Why doesn't my wife go? Boop, 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 and you got 15 kids to choose from. I could toss a few in the trash or give them away to charity <coughs> to work. Yeah. Why are we only, what's different about us than a pig or a cat or a dog? Right. Well, the, the horses sci- also have several at once, right? We have like, imagine, imagine like Doug, imagine a litter of horses. <laughs> horses. <laughs> who who is so fast? Horses with don't, the, Tim. That was such a fast Tom a Petty. It's a quick Petty drop. That'd be cool. Petty yeah. drop. Don't, don't get inside the head of the drops. Just let them be. <laughs> okay. It gets too meadow when you start, like, talking about the drops. Take off the litter. Let it go, uh, uh, doctor. The, well, the scientific answer that I've heard is that we, uh, human brains are, are larger than animal brains proportionally. And we, uh, <clears throat> somewhere along the biological line, you know, we also uh, learned uh, bipedal locomotion so that we could be higher up and see further out. In order to do that, it has to make the woman's hips narrower so she's not able to uh, give birth. Her, her birth canal is a little bit smaller than most right. animals. But our brain needs to get bigger, so we have to ha- they have to have the baby a little bit smaller, a little bit earlier, Right. So that the brain can grow outside the body. Because if, the, if, the, if a baby was allowed to come to full term inside a woman, it would explode her every time. There is a, and I'm not joking here, there is a, I think one of, it's maybe in my top 10 songs of all time. Father John Misty, I, I, I sarcastically, I, uh, how would you, what would you say I did that? It's just sort of uh, sardonically mm. uh, goofed on, on him, comparing him to my show, but... In all earnesty, he has a song called Pure Comedy that describes this very biological phenomenon, doctor. They call it the fourth trimester. Yes. And the baby's out of the woman. First three months. First three Uh, months. That's why we need to protect them and we need to cuddle and coddle. All that stuff. 
Yeah. Because they're not ready for the world. But no. horse drops. They come out and they're running around. Horse drops, they're running around. Nine That's of them. Out. They're galloping. Yeah. Galloping on day one. But, you but imagine it, a little baby galloping, walking around right on day one. Be fun. It is disturbing. <laughs> That's Doug. the scientific answer for you, and I'm sorry it wasn't a yes/no, but I think it's sparked no, a very interesting conversation. No, I appreciate your honesty. Okay. Let's take a zoomer right now. Tim, you're right. We got the short end of the stick. We can't do litters, and we can't just drop and start running immediately. You know, it's <coughs> kind of lame. Sean, are you there? I'm glad Sean you're on Patrick my side. On this one. I'm glad we're not getting the argument yes. over it. Hey, Sean. Hey, everybody. So I was at I was at the uh, Brooklyn show last night, Tim. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You want, to, you want to try that again? <laughs> I said I was at the show last night. Uh, what show? At the ballroom. Your show, the Bowery Ballroom. You said, you said Brooklyn, my friend. Oh, that's right. I did say Brooklyn. And it was in Manhattan. It was. Well, I'm just saying. You whipped us up into such a frenzy. I'm just saying. You're going to have, you're going to have Lower East Siders coming at me. I'm going to get Brooklyn people coming at me. People are going to fucking hammer down, uh, hammer down on me, all because you can't get that, that burrow straight. So, dude, let's clean up the act. Let's rehearse. Yeah, if you need sorry. to call in earlier, we can rehearse. We can talk. Do a pre-interview. <laughs> sorry about that. But it was, it was great. <laughs> it was a great show. You got us all. You got us all whipped up. the The band was cooking, and when mm. the show let out, we all walked over to the Father John Misty show and beat the shit out of their audience for not coming. Wait, <laughs> yeah. I uh, I couldn't have been happier last night. It was a blast. I was very nervous. I, of course, as you saw, um, forgot a lot of my lyrics. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think only only twice. Not twice. Yeah. You're like. There's one song, I just forgot the very first lines, and I just blanked. It was just gone. It was just nowhere to be found. But the cool thing was the audience knew them more than I knew them. So they were like, Here's, once I get the first line, I'm off to the races. But something was blocking me last. I was just, there's so much going on in my head. But, uh, you know, once we get on the road and get, get doing it every night, it's going to, show's going to kind of tighten up and, and get nice and, uh, it'll be tight but loose and mm. changing every night, but also it, some of that lyric stuff will just become muscle memory. Tim. But it was awesome. It was like packed, and the, it was weirdly, Matt, it, wasn't it weird how like psyched everybody was and how many people like knew the lyrics and stuff? Very responsive for a New York crowd. You expect, you know, too cool for school. Yeah, sometimes New York crowds are like, oh, I'm here to see Interpol. In New York and L.A., you expect like, you know, no fun, but they were... There was, it was almost like a, I hate to say it, it was almost like a Morton Downey Jr. audience. <laughs> there was like a lot of like, tomb, tomb, tomb. Like, they did have, yeah, they were. At first, chanting. I was. Uh, People were losing insane. their minds. Somebody um, threw themselves off the balcony, dead. Oh, Splat. Wow. <laughs> T, when you it forget. Didn't stop the, the show, though. When you forget the lyrics, do you just kind of go la da 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 da? Or do you. Well, I you will stop if it's in the middle then, of the song, but Doug, this was the first line of the song, illegal, illegal, that I do. And I just didn't know. I was like, I'm going to start the song. And when it comes to when I start singing, I was like, meh. What are we doing? <laughs> what is this? I can remember the second verse, but not the first. And then somebody told it to me and we started again. But I. I don't know about you guys, but for that kind of, sh for like, you know, it was like a club show. I kind of like those moments. 
as an audience member. It's like you're seeing that, that you know, it's not this over-perfect, polished thing. It's kind of human, and it's got vulnerability to it. So I like a little bit of, uh, you know, dust on my bagel. I'm like Lennon. <laughs> <laughs> so loud. Uh, <laughs> um, but, Mac, we should, like, we had a special guest last night, which was uh, just really one of my all-time favorite Alec, you got that clip uh, cute Son of like, a bitch. Wait a minute. Don't just go playing it without me saying Oh, yeah. What a, yeah. I guess see who this is. She, I was like, Bleep. got it. <laughs> just, just get her an apple. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's in the big apple, huh? Yeah, Tim with the apple. But uh, what was I saying? Oh, uh, yeah. This guy, Ira Kaplan from this guy, fucking guy. Ira Kaplan from Yola Tango. Yola Tango. One of the great, I think, honestly, it's just one of the great groups of all time. And I've known those guys for years, and they're always so sweet and so nice. But Ira's also this insane uh, guitar player. Like, and I just asked him, I have this song, Sirens of Titan, that's going to be on the new record. I said, hey, would you come down and do that thing where, you know, cool New York shows, fucking Ripper comes out and shreds on a song? shreds you'll see it's not exactly shreds it's like this thing that he does it's like noise but so this is just a sample of that what it's like velvet underground kind of like noise guitar meltdown guitar meltdown but nobody does it better check this out That was just a sample. Wow. It's so exciting to be next to that. He did it in the sound check, and it was just, he just knows how to, it, he has one little pedal for my guitar guys, just a rat. That's, is, is that pedal. easy to do, just a one, one pedal? Well, impressive about it, then, I don't know. It's, it's not, what he's doing to his guitar is mm. not, it, it, it's, it's, like, it's like a massacre. He's treating it like garbage. <laughs> he's like he's beating the shit out of his guitar for me and my audience and then it's he really picks, puts it in the case at the end of the night and takes it home yeah. did he smash it? that's no. the real question See? no because he loves it he doesn't it need too. to he loves it so that was exciting and then uh, we had this wonderful woman uh, Becca Stevens come up and sing uh, Wise Blood's parts Becca uh, super talented singer She's the one that introduced me to David Crosby. Okay? Oh. So she's in Cross's band, came out and sang for that. Lemon Twigs came up and sang a little bit. Holy moly. Anyways, you weren't there, unless you're watching and you were there. Shame on you, Doug, for not coming out and being here for this big show. <laughs> this is so hard. Jet blue. Right? Mm-hmm. Southwest. <sighs> can I, can how, I, about, how about, uh, by the way. I'll be at the I rest was, of them, the whole rest of the tour. I'm going to fly out on my own dime. Can we do can this make now? It up to you? Um, we have to do this. I, speaking of the lemon twigs, I wrote to Brian from the lemon twigs thanking him. We had talked about this YouTube video that I had never seen before. 
and it was a conversation between, it was an interview with Paul Simon and Art Garfunkel, but separately, talking about the, whatever, 1984, 82, five, I think it is. 82 album Hearts and Bones, which was supposed to be, it started out as a, uh, as a, duo, as a Simon and Garfunkel record, uh, and then you'll hear what happens, but I've never heard this before. I sent it to a bunch of people. They'd never heard it before. It's some of the greatest art stuff you're going to ever hear. Let's talk. Let's, let's play and talk about this. In 1982, Simon and Garfunkel embarked on what was to be an immensely successful world tour. And despite a drastic decline in their relationship, actually began <laughs> Wait, working in the like, studio. I love a drastic decline in their relationship. That's in a beautiful turn of phrase. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, like a robotic voice. Since Bridge Over Troubled Water. When it became apparent to Paul that the collaboration was not working, he turned the album into a solo project, eventually released as Hearts and Bones. It didn't work musically. Those songs were not... They were not good songs for two voices. They're different. My writing is, must be different now. I mean, it's different, so... It's not possible to work together. We had grown apart 11 years. We don't think the same way musically. We don't agree. We don't think the same way. We'd had a, a 11 years of uh, making our own records where you didn't have to agree with it. Nobody had to agree with you. You just did what you wanted. And uh, in order to collaborate, if you were collaborating with someone who was contributing, in the same direction that you were going, then it was a good collaboration. But if you were pulling at each other, it was torturous. That's what yeah, that was. That makes sense, right? Okay, so that's Paul's side of it. Listen, you know, it didn't work. We tried it, and there's heads budding. They don't agree. It's Paul's songs. He's obviously had an incredible career in the 70s as a solo artist. We tried it. You know what? This isn't for me. It's obviously a lot. I think if the mic, like after that interview, I could imagine Paul... Being like, oh, you have no idea what it's like to work with this guy. You have no this idea. Is, this is all I can okay. say on record. And they've yeah. been together forever. Or like, weren't they buddies like growing up too, as like yeah. little kids? So they, yeah. But they now let's around. hear Art's let's hear Art's perspective. Artie would write a harmony and uh, that okay, he really liked, and I would say, I don't like that harmony. <laughs> and he'd say, Well, that's the harmony, and I'd say, Well, uh, no, you can't just like <laughs> not on my write song. The harmony <laughs> to my song. In, in my opinion, it's the wrong harmony. And he'd say, in my opinion, it's the right harmony. I'd say, well, <laughs> we're stuck. We're yeah. at an impasse. We shouldn't be making a record together if we disagree about what's yeah, the right so, and what's the wrong harmony. It's so reasonable. Yeah. Okay. And then when it became apparent to me anyway, I don't think it's... Uh, it, from, from statements that I've heard him say, I don't think it's apparent to him, even at this point. When it became apparent <laughs> to me that it wasn't working, the two voices weren't working... That's really the root of it. Yeah. We had a different take on how that should work musically. Yeah. And then there were just the uh, personality problems. I feel like I'm interviewing Some of the Paul songs Simon. No, I, in my sense. private rehearsal time, I took... Oh, wait, okay, so pause here. Go, so <laughs> <laughs> wait, okay, well, thanks, Paul, for coming in. Uh, good luck with everything. Um, now I'd like to... <laughs> invite Art in to speak about the issue. And Art, what was your perspective on the Hearts and Bones misfire? Some of the songs in my private rehearsal time, I took 
into a wonderful place and saw that <laughs> it's just like Bridge Over Troubled Water. Again, I'm going to enhance these things and make them very palatable and very appealing. Oh, wait a minute, pause. <laughs> You're going to do what? <laughs> You're going to take Paul Simon's songs and enhance them to make them, make them pal- pal- very palatable? Finally, they're palatable. What did he bring in, like, <laughs> suicide versions of these songs? Like, <laughs> like atonal drone noise <laughs> records? <sighs> Go ahead. What I can do with a harmony and how I can rearrange things and how I can take a good song and add a whole other thing called very interesting performance to good songs. That's... How Trump is that, right? Right. You hear Trump saying that. Little thing called very good performance. (laughs) Very interesting performance. Very interesting. And Simon and Garfunkel. As I began to try and do that, and it took some time and some writing time, and it looked like it wasn't going to be finished in time, Paul was clamping me down saying, I don't want to do that. You forget, Artie, you're making a serious statement when you do that. I don't want to make that statement on these songs. The statement I was making was, these songs are about to become much more attractive and appealing because <laughs> what the visceral appeal what the, look at is the, going the nerve of this guy. So I was about to do that to all the songs. And Paul, I was about to do that to all the songs. I was in New England. He said, Artie, I'm wiping all your tapes. I'm wiping your harmonies off all the app. Oh, you are, Paul? And I'm marrying Carrie Fisher on Tuesday. Want to come to the wedding? <laughs> I guess I was what a self-debasing prick. I, I think I'm on Paul's side for this. That's, I guess oh, that's yeah. the message. I'm wiping your tracks and I'm marrying but Carrie Fisher. Want to go to the wedding? <laughs> you could be there. <laughs> At least he invited him to the wedding. I, that's the thing. If he didn't Could've invite him. I wonder if he, he went to the wedding. If he called them up and just told them that, you know, if he messed What's up. Really funny like, is, be there, please. What's funny is this, uh, this clip, it's some, from some radio thing, they go right into the song Hearts and Bones, which, I mean, Hearts and Bones, the album is not... It's a, you know, it's not the greatest Paul Simon album or anything, but that song Hearts and Bones is very pretty and perfectly fine as it is. It's, there's, there's not, you don't feel it, it's not palatable. Um, it's perfectly palatable, but it's almost this like, like real time evidence that you don't need Art Garfunkel for this song. <laughs> Tim, you should do a pass where you put harmonies on it just to see what it yeah. would sound like. Yeah, maybe Vic should. He's got the, he's, he's got, got the, the range. Harmony. Wait, but, Vic, do a little. Then, so then the trigger warning yeah, here. I can't do art. <laughs> trigger warning here. <coughs> oh, they, yeah. They, they play a little bit of Hearts and Bones, which, you know, Paul Simon is an asshole, too. I'm telling you, we're going to get completely, this video is going to get immediately blocked because we played three seconds of Hearts and Bones here from another video. But um, at the end, Art sums it up one more time. And I want to trigger warning everybody. He says a very inappropriate well it, it's unfortunate it's a word that sounds like a very inappropriate word so you'll hear what happens at the end because i i was into it i love those songs no paul was at a point where he would rather sell a quarter of a million copies of a paul simon album than 15 million copies of a simon and garfunkel album and that's his right i just think it's niggardly to the fact that the culture loves an exciting record there's precious few of them and when i heard what could have been i thought here comes a wonderful album like the market hasn't heard in in quite a while frankly the rest of the world would have loved to have heard it it would have made it very appealing (laughs) 
That's <laughs> all. Can you imagine having that perspective on yourself? <laughs> and be not only having that perspective on yourself, but speaking like that publicly to somebody that's recording you. Like I would, I would feel embarrassed talking to my best friend in that tone <laughs> about how wonderful I am and how just value I provide. That word is not the word. It's, it's, it, it's a sound like, it doesn't, maybe, the, I don't know the derivation of the word. It, so it that's comes, my nature is to be. Um, you could easily have said stingy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? You but he's just like sticking up for himself though, because like, you know, Paul's gotten so much fame. I think he's just trying to prove that he has some input in the world and music. Doctor, your, doctor your thoughts on the, uh, the feud. Who are they? (laughs) (laughs) It's John Simon and... Mrs. uh, Robinson. (laughs) Oh, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah, that's a Mm. sex song. (laughs) Is it? Yeah, I've heard that. He reminded me a little bit of the interviews that you might see on a documentary about a serial killer talking Mm -hmm. about their side of things and how they were actually in the right. Here's one way to tell if you're a fool. If you believe that Art Garfunkel hasn't killed anyone. <laughs> He's clearly, his body's <clears throat> buried in the basement, folks. Nobody's crazier. What a silly name as well. <laughs> Just a silly name to put out there. I like calling him Garf. Um, I had never heard those two sound bites, and oh my lord, was I losing it this morning? What was the nature of their when they when they broke up? Do they do, have they are they they're both still alive, right? Yes. Well, Art Garfunkel passed away this morning. <laughs> this morning? Oh, that's yeah. awful. That's why I wanted to play this clip. I guess we could have played something nicer. They always come in threes. Yeah. I, I uh, know the answer about uh, whether or not he went to. Carrie Fisher's wedding in Paul Simon's. Oh, you do? What do you he think? He had to have gone. What do you think, Doug? He took the invite. He went. He went. Yeah, he was he there. Went. He wanted the free meal. Oh, yeah. Open bar. St- yeah. He was seething. <laughs> imagine, imagine Art Garfunkel at this wedding. Bright red. Hello, Paul. <laughs> Carrie. <laughs> nice to meet you. It would have been nice to have met you before you met my partner in life. <laughs> His tux t-shirt. <laughs> Have you heard what? Have you heard what Paul's done to my tracks? I guess he chose a princess over my beautiful harmonies. Punching oh, their yes. vows. Oh, oh, oh! I'm well aware of Paul's intentions with hearts and bones, Carrie. Yes, I think it would have been a wonderful record with my inclusion. Don't you? Appeal. Perhaps Paul was. Ex- was hoping I would sing a song at the reception. But unfortunately, I'm not able to. Oh, I seem to have misplaced my gift. Perhaps it's in the rubbish bin where my tracks ended up. Hey, everybody, it's Tim Heidecker here. Vic, do you know where... <laughs> do you know who, he, who did Art bring? Did he bring a date? I'll see. It's yeah, a, well, this is plus one. Like, how, what it, are you looking at that it, has a, this information? An article from 1983. Uh, let's see. Private Could, ceremony attended by Debbie Reynolds, Eddie Fisher. That's her parents, right? Yeah. Uh, bride's parents. And Art Garfunkel, Simon's singing partner. Uh, bah, bah, bah. I think that's all they have listed Here in there. Here comes the bride, <laughs> all dressed in white. <laughs> uh, Art, uh, that's okay. We have... Uh, we have a band that's going to play that. We don't need to. <laughs> Paul, 
I was thinking it would be fitting if we uh, would play um, Sound of Silence at the reception. Uh, Artie, are your it's thoughts? okay. Uh, Artie, uh, no, just sit. Go ahead and sit down. What about 59th Street Bridge song? Feeling uh, groovy? Listen, oh. Garf. Sit down. Hello, I have a speech. <laughs> I have a speech. How many like pages is it, Garf? How many pages? <laughs> oh, just a few short words about our friendship. Can I proofread it, Garf? <laughs> oh, no, it's going to be off the cuff, Paul. <laughs> I've been ruminating on it for several days well, now. We only have a small window of time before the dinner is served. We, we don't have much time for the... Oh, Paul, it'll only take a few moments. <laughs> I have some things I want to get off my chest, you see. Well, I suppose you can just say a few words since we <laughs> left the harmonies on the cut. We, since I wiped. Since I, I didn't merely mute them, I chin, wiped chin, them. Chin, everyone. Chin, chin. Um, here's to the bride and groom. I uh, just learned of the nuptials only a week ago when I received a message from Paul regarding a very exciting project we were working on. No, I'm sorry, everybody. <laughs> I can do this all day. Artie, I wiped the takes. I wiped them. <laughs> Wait, ring, ring. Oh, hi, Paul. Sorry, um, I didn't. Uh, I'm, I'm on the way to the studio. Is there something you needed? <laughs> uh, no, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, I could, you could turn around, Artie. <laughs> sorry, what's that? Yeah, we wiped your takes. We. <laughs> We oh, wiped them. We're starting fresh. No, no, we're gonna. <coughs> the, the the album's mastered. The record's mastered already. <laughs> it's mastered without your. I always wonder on. what what Artie thought when he listens to Graceland and hears there's a duet between Paul Simon and Linda Rodsnan. Linda beautiful. what? <laughs> Linda Rodsnan. <laughs> what? Rodsnat. Rodsnat. Rodstan. How do you say Linda Ronstadt? Ronstadt. Ron Ron oh, fuck off. Ron <laughs> said Rodsnat. There's a Ronstadt. couple D's in there. Ronstadt. Rond. There's Ronstadt. There's in the yeah. unnecessary D's are in the name. Right. Ronstadt. There's a work in that. There you go. Your Zoom call are still on there. I got, an, yeah, I got an unnecessary D right across from Vic Berger like right a, now. A young Jesse Plemons. We should talk to the doctor about... Yeah, I'm curious about a few things. Do like, you think there's sexual tension ahead, between the Garfunkel the and the Simon? No, no, move, please move past Garfunkel and Oates. <laughs> I mean, Garfunkel and Simon. <laughs> so, like, uh, he why, was so tall and, and, and Paul Simon was so short. I'm just curious, like, what, what do you think people should do? Like, what's the use of a penis if not sex? Like, what, were you, what do you need pee -pee. that for? Yeah, pee -pee. Besides peeing. Um, could they couldn't come out something somewhere else or something? I'm not saying that people should not have sex. Oh. I'm just saying that intimacy should be avoided. And intimacy is something that people we talk about the importance of intimacy, but it's it's highly, highly, highly overrated. What's the best sex position for if you want to avoid intimacy? Mm -hmm. <laughs> to avoid question. intimacy, that yeah. is a great question. Um, actually, doggy style. Mm -hmm. uh, there's no eye contact. Um, you, you don't have to, you can sort of be almost two separate entities. Mm -hmm. Um, so th there's very little, there's, I mean, if you look at the way dogs have sex, it's kind of the, they're sort of the anti-intimate. I'm going to try that out the, next time if there is one. <laughs> oh, that's the yeah, same. We actually, dogs. do we have a couple of They're very unintimate. Hmm? Mm -hmm. 
Oh, we got a couple. Guys. There's a couple looking for some advice from the doctor. You know, doggies Palmer. aren't aren't the only animals that do that. Doggy style. I bet squirrels do it like that too. Yeah, a lot of animals do. I think I'm knocking it out of the park. Are humans the only animals that do it missionary style? Uh, humans and dolphins. Tim's actually do so as well. Tim's not having. A- oh, dolphins go mish. Really? They do. Yeah. What? I'm not. I'm listening. I'm just listening. He's um, interested now. Oh, I just. Now, I do have one oh, question, okay. Doctor. Um, who's the showrunner on Criminal Minds? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since you love it so much. Uh, that I'm not. I'm not totally <laughs> sure about. I'm not totally sure about that. I'm sorry. You just know the people in front of the camera. You know the stars. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I want to. Mandy Patinkin. I want to see the final, the final product. I don't care about how the noodles get made. How the sausage gets. How made. How the sausage right? gets made. Do you ever eat a hot dog or a sausage, or is that offensive to you? I will, but I cut it up. I cut it up into pieces. Okay. <laughs> and eat it bite by bite. What about oysters, clams? No, I'm allergic to shellfish. Okay. And I'm allergic to fish. Really? Yeah. What happens? Uh, I break out in hives and ship fish-shaped hives. <laughs> fish-shaped hives? Mm-hmm. All over my body, especially my nipples, my nipple area, uh, in the uh-huh. shape of fish, like a classic kind of cartoon shape. So it's a humiliating and painful experience. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Do, Do you, you get sexual urges? Do you see people and you think they're attractive? Um. Hey there, big boy. Uh oh, we have to restart the doctor. Here. <laughs> 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 He's the, hey, hey, guys in the studio. Hey, hey, hey. You guys in the studio. Why don't we play a game? Uh, it's your job is to try to arouse the doctor. See if you can arouse him. I mean, hey, dog, you go first. It's not that I'm not a human being, but I have spent years. Uh, uh, Tamping these urges down, oh, I see. Oh, so it's almost oh. like how the Do- the Dalai Lama, for instance. Mm, sure. There's people who can watch the Dalai Lama for micro expressions. So he will feel a fleeting sensation very briefly, but then he's he's meditated to such a point that he can just let it go. It's like that with me with sexual urges. Do you think priests and holy men should be having doing the nasty? It's priests and holy men, like should priests <laughs> priests and other holy men. The who who tamp it down seems to cause some trouble. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to get into whether or not priests and holy men like I'm not I'm not going to speak for the church, but I don't. Uh, what see... about it's it's Good Friday, sir? Can't you yeah. say something? I don't see a reason why priests could so, not. Do you not want to play my game? Oh, let's play the game. Because <laughs> I'm confused. Let's play the game. Doug, You're going to try to arouse me. I'm ready to yeah. go, Tim. His testicles became oh, swollen. Oh, to arouse the doctor? That's yeah. <laughs> with our drops or just in general? I don't care how you do whatever it. Use whatever it tools you want. Multiple The organisms. game is to win. Yeah. I'm not telling you what, you, what how to play. I'm and this is just an to... honor system where I have to tell you if I'm <laughs> feeling aroused? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to like, we're not the Howard Stern show. We're not going to strap a lie detector around your penis. <laughs> <laughs> God why bless not? the Howard Stern show. Yeah. And what they do for comedy and <laughs> I tell uh, you what, why don't we why don't we take a little break and they can brainstorm how to get this boner going. Oh, and be Matt, just to uh for the, the little tease for the break, what's in the bag is the big gonna be the big question. I'm gonna reveal a big, big, big new uh a drop source for you, Doug. Okay. In the bag? Yes, sir. So we'll take a five-minute break. 
and be back. We've been, I mean, what has it been an hour since? It has. We, okay. It has. We, we're cooking now. So yeah, if you're watching live, hang out. <coughs> if you're not watching live, catch us on patreon.com. Okay, we'll be back in a few minutes. Check out this uh, promotional video for my tour. Get tickets at timheidecker.com slash live. And we'll be back with the doctor. The doctor staying with us? Sex, 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 sex. And your Zooms. We'll do a better job of getting your Zooms. I'll try. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Tim Heidecker here, and I have a huge announcement to make. I hope you're sitting down because I have decided to go on tour this summer. That's right. Me and my family sat down. We looked at our calendar. There was an opportunity for us to take a two and a half week Disney cruise out, uh, out of Fort Lauderdale. We we're going to go, the ship was going to go round and round. And uh, we're going to get to meet Mickey and Donald and Goofy and Moana and the, the gang from Cars. <laughs> Honestly, sat the family down and said, I think what would be better for my audience and me would be to hit the road in a tour bus. It's going to be a wonderful show. We're going to be doing com stand-up comedy like this asshole. Shut the fuck up! And we're going to be playing rock and roll music like this piece of shit. So here's how the night's going to go. You're going to get your tickets. You're going to show up a little early, get your seat, tell your wife who I am, and then the stage will begin and the comedy will begin. And then I will do comedy for a very long period of time. Oh, well, we only have veggie burgers, man. And then I will go backstage and have a cold glass of water. And then I'll come back on with a guitar and a band, and we will rock oh. your ass off. You're going to be standing and applauding uh, at the end of the show. That's a, a guarantee. And you're going to be ear to ear with smiles. This is Steve Harvey, and I want to let you know there's a whole other hour of fun and laughs waiting for you at patreon.com slash office hours live. They're there right now enjoying for just five bucks a month or 55 bucks for a whole year. You get the compound, the jaw whole, full to our episodes and much more. What are you waiting for? Oh, hey, and let's get down to business at patreon.com slash office hours live. That's patreon.com slash office hours live. <laughs>